Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Blogcast Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. If you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation and join the Facebook group there. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. And if you have any questions about anything that we discussed today, feel free to send me an email at financialemancipation at gmail.com. So today's topic is, is a little bit different. I wanted to discuss with you one of the big, huge financial goals that most people have when I talk to them is home ownership. They really feel like they, you know, one of the pinnacles of reaching financial emancipation is to own a home. So I have a special guest with me today, have Shauna Fowler. Licensed real estate professional from Realty by the Park. Welcome, Shauna. Hey, hey. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining me. So I just wanted you to join me so that we can discuss home ownership and what it is that folks should think about when they're when they make home ownership one of their financial goals. Kind of what should they do or what position should they be in before they even approach or attempt to um, work with a real estate professional like yourself. Well, first they should see you. (laughs) They should actually be, it's a great thing to know how to manage your money and be comfortable managing your money and budgeting properly because it is one of the biggest investments of your life. Um, And therefore you should kind of have that together because, you know, you don't want to be homeless. Right. So (laughs) that's important. So money management is definitely key Mm -hmm. so that if you have an issue with that and budgeting, it would be a great thing to sit down with our financial emancipator and get that all straightened out. And in the interim, while you're doing that, you can also save, save, save. Right. I know listening to the broadcast podcast, <laughs> that saving is a big thing on your list yes. and it should be for everyone. Mm-hmm. And you want to save for that down payment, save for reserves for things that may come up as a new homeowner and, you know, most not buying a, a brand new spanking house, especially if you're here in New York, in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to have your finances together in terms of saving and money management. So often, like I, you're right, I do talk often about. I did a whole week about saving. Yes, you did. Right, and so um, in this instance, I would suggest that if a person had a savings goal that was related to home ownership, that they would start a separate savings. That that savings would not be the same savings that they're using um, for their for their like general savings, but that they would have a home ownership savings fund um, because they need to make a down payment. They also need to, like you said, have money in the bank for incidentals and things that come up during the process, as well as that first year or two when you're in a brand new home. I can imagine that right. there are things that come up. And and one thing not to be forgotten is your closing costs. Right. There are costs you're going to need to save for down payment, mm-hmm. some reserves for if something goes wrong, which that's pro- that's the pot that's usually the smallest by the time you finish with um, the process of home, home ownership because mm-hmm. a lot of it, you, you spend what you ha- everything you have. Right. <laughs> and there's also closing costs, which on a higher end, um, to be conservative, we'd like to say 6% of the sales price. Mm. So that could be a hefty amount. Sometimes you can roll it into your mortgage, but again, that, of course, you know, extends extend your mortgage, you know, your mortgage and what you're going to be paying. So, um, yeah, you want to, you want to, I think it's a great idea to have a separate fund and just don't dip into it. Mm -hmm. Like this is, this is my goal and I want, I need X amount and I'm not going to, you know, dip into that fund. So Mm -hmm. it's a good thing to have a separate um, account for that. 
So often when we see people, um, at the, they get to a phase in their life where they want to um, own a home. Maybe they've already begun the process of working out their finances and they've begun saving um, and they have an idea of like what they want. And I know people often come to you already thinking what they want versus what they can afford. Um, but <laughs> so in that instance, when they're ready, when they finally, they've done their financial work, they've kind of gotten their money together, they're ready to um, enlist a real estate professional when they come to see you, what is the first, let's say, two or three things that you would say, okay, you're not ready to see a professional, real estate professional right. if you don't have X or Y? Well, the first thing I say is you need a pre-approval. Mm-hmm. Not having a pre-approval and not what some people mistake as a pre-qualification where you go, let's say you bank with Chase, you go to Chase, they look at a few things but not in, de- in depth with your uh, financial portfolio and say, oh, you can afford $400,000, and you, off you go running. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, if you come to me with that, I'm going to need to check and make sure that they actually look at your credit report fully to mm-hmm. understand um, your, your, your debts um, and your whole financial portfolio, your savings, everything, to see exactly what it is that you can afford. So you need um, to be pre-qualified. Mm-hmm. And if they're not checking your credit if they're not looking at your bank accounts and everything that you have then you don't have you're not fully Mm pre-approved and that's a bad thing because it's like going to the mall um going to versace and you really can afford forever 21 your bank account says forever 21 Mm -hmm. and that's just not what you want to do because you're going to be disappointed and you're going to be wasting time Mm -hmm. so first i'd like to have a buyer's consultation when i where i sit down we look at everything that you have as far as hopefully your pre-approval or if you don't we can just go through the process and I'll go through all the steps of the home buying process and then if you don't have the pre-approval send you to a qualified um, or suggest a few uh, qualified financial um, banks or consultants to help work with you to get a pre-approval and then we start looking but in that buyer's consultation we'll talk about what are your wants and needs mm-hmm. Um, where do you want to live? Have you checked out the neighborhood? What are you comfortable with? Um, do you want to, like, if you're an older couple or your, your children are finished school, your kids are in private school, do you want to move to Long Island where the houses might be a little cheaper, but however, the taxes are higher. Mm-hmm. So you have to weigh out all these things to see what best works for you and your family. Mm-hmm. Do you want a, a two-family home, a three-family home? It, you know, so just discuss your wants and needs and see where you want to go and where how your budget fits in or aligns with your wants and needs Mm -hmm. so is there anything where you would say okay um this is one or two things or something where you would say you're clearly not ready yet to move forward what would what would be the thing that would be the red flag as a real estate professional you'd say okay you're not ready. well first things first if you don't have a pre-approval you're not ready at all like you're not ready because there's no reason for us to kind of go window shopping because mm-hmm. um, we can do that online. Right. We don't need to get in the car, waste gas, right. <laughs> and right. time to window shop mm-hmm. if you have not been, been pre-qualified and you don't have a savings or a plan for that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you could dip into your 401k. But these are things that we'll discuss to see where we can you know, pull this money from to make your realty dream a reality. Mm-hmm. So what I find a lot, a lot again, talking to people is that they seem to think that the mortgage is the equivalent to rent. So they say, oh, I pay $1,500 in my rent every month. That means I can afford a house where the, the mortgage is going to be, let's say, 2000 It's only 500 more than what I'm paying now. But for some reason, it seems as though when they go and try to actually execute that, 
it doesn't it doesn't add up. Talk a little bit about why that doesn't add up. Why it doesn't add up. Well, there's other things that go into the number mm-hmm. that you're going to be paying. Um, taxes, mm-hmm. that's divided up into that. So you would have to look at um, how you know the area that you want to move, what are the taxes for this area, and you're going to divide that number by 12. And mm-hmm. that is going to be added to that mortgage number that's just only a little bit higher than this rent. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you get a, a, a FHA loan, you're going to have PMI. Mm-hmm. And so that number is going to be added. And so it's a, I think it's about 1.75. Don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that later when we meet up. So all these little things are going to factor in to this payment that's just a little bit higher than your rent. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to be prepared for that. And that's often times um, why people are like, wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Because depending on where you live, the taxes could be $1,000 a month. A month. Right. In addition to you know this fifteen or eighteen hundred dollar quote payment that yeah, you have, absolutely. Well, and not to mention expenses. It's very homeownership is very expensive, and I encourage people to consider it deeply and seriously before they go into it, and not just be sucked into thinking it's the American dream. I should have it right. because what do we say? You do not deserve anything that you cannot afford, and that didn't go. That goes for home ownership as well. It does. So it's an important, it's an important thing to consider. So Shauna, tell tell us where we can find you, how we can reach you. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook at Shauna the Realtor. S H A W N A T H E R E A L T O R, and I'm also Shauna the Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us to give us this insight on home ownership, which is a huge financial goal for many people and giving us that insight of, as a real estate professional, of what you see, what you know, and what people should come to the table with when they're actually ready to enlist a real estate professional. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And if you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Uh, follow me on Facebook, Financial Emancipation. And if you have questions about anything that we discussed, anything that Shauna has brought to the table, any questions you want me to ask her in a follow-up, just send me a quick email, financialemancipation at gmail.com. Thank you for joining me. And I look forward to having you back on our next episode. Have a good day. Bye.